Good morning. <laughs> Hello and happy Sunday. Oh, a lovely, lovely, peaceful, peaceful Sunday. Oh, my goodness me. So, how are you? Are you all good? I really hope so. <laughs> I have got my sister coming today and uh, she's bringing her little boy Ronan. So um, we're going to have lots and lots of fun. Um, my children will be playing with Ronan. He's their cousin. So um, they love it when he comes because they can teach him all sorts of things. <laughs> my youngest probably teaches him how to be naughty um <laughs> but they're all gonna have good fun and we're all gonna have lovely dinner as well so that is my day planned what about yours what's your day gonna be um do you know what i've had some exciting news because um a lady an author um and an author is somebody that writes books um, she has contacted me and asked me if I would read her story out on my podcast. So um, watch out for a very, very new story um, because she wrote it and she wants me to get it out there for her. Wants me to get all my lovely little listeners to listen to it. So watch this space it should be coming soon anyway um i have an apology to make i have an apology to leo so um leo's mummy sent me a message the other day and i forgot to read it out and i'm so sorry leo um because you wanted me to know that you won your village competition for halloween for having the scariest display well what i want to know is what did you do to make it so scary and how did you win that i want to know everything that was in your garden um but well done for winning that competition leo and i'm so sorry that i forgot to read the, the message out um i really do apologize i think it came on the same day as a few others and i just got a bit um overwhelmed by messages <laughs> but i would love to see a picture of your garden if you had um any and if you want to send me one uh via email please do um because i would love to know exactly what scary decorations you had up um so yesterday's riddle what was it oh and did anybody get it right so the 22nd and the 24th presidents of the usa had the same parents <gasps> but they were not brothers how is this possible? Well, it's not because they were sisters either. It was because they were the same man. They were the same person because he was, it was Grover Cleveland and he was the 22nd um, president of the United States of America 
and then there was number 23 and then there was 24 he got elected again so that was how that was possible and actually i was very impressed because sorry i've got hiccups now i was very very impressed because there was quite a few of you that actually got that right and i really thought that it was going to be a tricky one so well done to everybody albie you are the winner not the winner but you messaged first so well done to you but um yeah well done to everybody because i really did think that was a tricky one now we have got another tricky one today mind you i think they're tricky and then they appear to be quite easy for you <laughs> So, today's riddle that you really will need to get your thinking caps on is this. Sarah has four daughters, okay? And each of her daughters has a brother. How many children does Sarah have? Oh, my goodness, start counting. <laughs> So, Sarah has four daughters, so we know that she has more than four children, and each of her daughters has a brother. How many children does Sarah have? Well, get those thinking caps on. As I say, it's a tricky, tricky, tricky one, but they wouldn't... It be as fun if they were dead easy would they <laughs> so um i have got a fun fact for you um and it is about ostriches so an ostrich's eye and they've got quite big eyes but their eye is bigger than the brain how weird is that? Um, so, actually, when you think about it, I know a few people who could be said, no, that's nasty. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> and I was only joking. Um, but yes, an ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. So does that mean they have mega, mega big eyes or mega, mega, mega tiny brains? Hmm bit of both i would think <laughs> so today is national nachos day i don't like nachos very much but it's national nachos day so you could eat nachos today my next one is the favorite because it's national saxophone day and i love the sound of the saxophone oh it's so amazing it's such an awesome sound i listen to just the music of the saxophone it doesn't have to have um doesn't have to have singing somebody singing over it just the music of the saxophone is enough for me i love it um and um it's also zero tasking day so which means if it's zero tasking day that means that you don't have to do anything at all today because well you just don't have to 
brilliant. <laughs> Which is good for a Sunday because Sundays are supposed to be. It's supposed to be a day of rest, isn't it? It isn't always, though. Um, especially not when you have children. So I thought we would have a Mr. Twiddle book. I'll start again. Mr. Twiddle story, even. So let's see. Ooh. This. Let's, I can't even think. Trying to find it. There we go. Chapter six we are on um, with Mr. Twiddle. And it says, Mr. Twiddle in the rain. Well, it's definitely a story for today because it is raining where I am. Is it raining where you are? It's very, very, very rainy indeed. I let my cat in this morning when I first got up and he was a bit of a soggy moggy. <laughs> Because he'd been out in the rain all night. So, Mr Twiddle in the rain. Once, Mr Twiddle wanted to go and call on a friend of his and borrow a book. So, he knocked out his pipe, put down his newspaper and got up. Where are you going? asked Mrs Twiddle. I'm going to Mr Twix Twisties, said Mr Twiddle. He's got a most exciting book I want to borrow, all about pirates. But it's pouring with rain, said Mrs Twiddle. You'll get soaked. Oh no, I'll put on my Macintosh and take my umbrella, said Twiddle. I shall be okay, don't you worry. He went into the hall thinking about the book of pirates. He took down his Macintosh and put it on. He wasn't thinking at all of what he was doing and when he saw his coat hanging on its usual peg he put that on too over his Macintosh. Then he hunted for his umbrella. There it was in the umbrella stand. Git. Mr Twiddle took it out. He went to the front door and put up his umbrella. He walked down the path but he got no further than the front gate when he heard Mrs Twiddle knocking on the window. What do you want? shouted Twiddle. You want your Macintosh on? shouted Mrs Twiddle. You said you would put it on. Come and do so. Mr Twiddle stared down at himself in astonishment. But I did put it on, he called back. Twiddle, don't be silly, said Mrs Twiddle, and she hurried to the front door and opened it. Come back at once, you can see quite well you've got your overcoat on. What's the use of a Mac if you don't use it when it's raining? <sighs> Twiddle walked back, shut his umbrella and looked for his Macintosh. Of course, as it was already on under his coat, it was nowhere to be found. Well, said Twiddle in amazement, it was certainly hanging on this peg in the hall when I came out of the kitchen just now. Where's it gone? 
Macintoshes don't just walk, said Mrs Twiddle, busy looking everywhere. Now where in the world have you put that Macintosh? Well, Mr and Mrs Twiddle hunted everywhere. Twiddle went upstairs into his bedroom and took everything out of his wardrobe. Then he went downstairs and out into the gardener's shed to see if by any chance he had left it there. And whilst he was there, he hung his umbrella up on a peg with all the spades and forks. But he couldn't find his Macintosh, so indoors he went again, leaving his umbrella out in the shed. When he got indoors, he wanted to use his handkerchief to catch a sneeze in, so he undid his coat and tried to find his trousers pocket. But of course... His Macintosh was underneath and he couldn't seem to get his pocket at all. Mrs Twiddle looked to see what he was struggling about and saw his Macintosh under his coat. Oh, she cried, if you aren't the most tiresome man under the sun, there's your Macintosh. Where? asked Twiddle, looking all around him, and up on the ceiling too, as if he expected to see it flying around. On your own self, cried Mrs Twiddle. You put it on and then you put your coat over it. Good gracious, I do believe you'll forget your own head one day and go walking off without it. Well, my dear, you needn't say any more, said Twiddle. It was just a mistake. After all, this hall is so dark that it's not to be wondered at if I put my mac on first and then my coat. Well, I'll go. It's still raining very hard, so I'll take off my coat and just have my mac on. And what about your umbrella? asked Mrs Twiddle, looking at the umbrella stand. Where's that gone now? You had it over your arm a few minutes ago. Oh, it's about here somewhere, said Twiddle, looking round anxiously. Really, it was most extraordinary the way his things seemed to vanish. That umbrella was really nowhere to be seen. Oh, well, I can't waste all my morning getting you ready to go out in the rain, said Mrs Twiddle. I've got to peel some potatoes for dinner. She left Twiddle standing in the hall, looking everywhere for his lost umbrella. She took a basket and went out to the shed for some potatoes. Mrs Twiddle filled her basket and was just going out of the shed when she happened to look up. And she caught sight of Twiddle's umbrella hanging on a peg beside a spade and a fork. She stared at it in the greatest surprise. Then she went quickly into the house. Mr Twiddle, she called. You must have thought your umbrella was a rake or a hoe. You've hung it up with your tools in the shed. Well, really, poor Mr Twiddle. He stared at Mrs Twiddle as if he couldn't believe his ears. And then very red indeed, he went to the shed to get his umbrella. He came back with it. He'd made up his mind to be really sensible now. He would even put on his Wellington boots. So he hunted for them and put them on. He did up his mac, he put up his umbrella and set off down the path just as the clock 
was striking one. Mrs Twiddle called to him. Can't you see that the sun is shining hotly now and that the rain is over? You do look foolish in your Mac and Wellingtons and umbrella. Also, don't you want any lunch? It's one o'clock and I've just put it on the table. Oh, dear, dear, I've got to go without that pirate book, groaned Twiddle. And he hung his Wellingtons on his coat peg, stuck his Mac into the umbrella stand and put his umbrella into the boot cupboard. Do you suppose he ever thinks what he is doing? I don't think so, do you? <laughs> Bless him. Although I can't really say anything because I am a little bit muddly sometimes. So, um, I can't really say too much, can I? <laughs> but anyway, um, that is today's story. I am going to look forward to seeing my sister and my nephew today. Um not going to be doing anything at all apart from tidying up after they leave because whenever um Ronan comes to visit my house looks like a bomb site. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, he's so cute and lovable. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> Toys can just get picked up, can't they? So, do you pick your toys up, though? Hmm. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> anyway, I will see you all tomorrow. And we'll have another story. But, um, in fact, tomorrow we'll be having... Um, bum, 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 the Wizard of Oz. Looking forward to it? I am actually. I'm really looking forward to it. So, and it's a little bit longer than normal. So, it's going to be quite a long story. So, I hope that you are all ready for that. Anyway, I will go and you have the most amazing day. And I will see you all again tomorrow. So until then, take care and stay safe and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.